Now, a quick look round the garden will tell you that spring has sprung. And the good news is that BBC Gardener's World Spring Fair is back at beautiful Bewley in the New Forest in Hampshire from Friday the 28th to Sunday the 30th of April. And joining me to look forward to the show is the brilliant Adam Frost. Adam, uh, I can't believe it's spring fair time again. You're looking forward to the show? Oh, mate. Well, you just said it's beautiful. Um, I can remember the first time driving down there. The place is stunning. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, and you're right. Spring has sprung and the, the garden's growing. <laughs> the excitement builds. So, yeah, definitely. What is it you look forward to most about the, the spring and spring fair particularly, Adam? I think I think the spring is ultimately is, is just that emergence of fresh you know, green growth and and then early flower, wildlife, and it, it just that excitement. And as old as I am now, he says, <laughs> that excitement doesn't go away. And I think what's lovely with Spring Fair is it's more, it is the first show that I'm going to go to. Um, and you, all of a sudden, you're talking to a load of gardeners that are carrying, I think, that same excitement <laughs> that, that I'm carrying. So, yeah, it's the people, really. Hmm. And that's what's nice about it, is, is going down there and just chatting to gardeners. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, you're going to be very busy at the show because you're on the BBC Gardeners World magazine stage for a number of things. Um, the first one being something which I guess is close to your heart and close to the hearts of many people at the moment because of the cost of living issues is being thrifty in the garden. Um, Have you got some top tips, ideas for people who are having to watch the pennies a bit? In fact, I've been on I've been on this tour going around the country talking about my life and gardening, and and actually it starts off with tidy nan and scruffy nan, and grandparents that that grew vegetables as they came out of the war, you know. And uh, so I think the first thing is is grow your own as much of it as you can, and that doesn't have to be in a veg garden. That can be, you know, out in a border in some containers, and whether it's you know main veg or it's just herbs and. So there's that side of things, but also then propagating. I have a tendency to leave things to seed around my garden. So I love plants, you know, the biannuals, the sort of annuals and the short-lived perennials that will seed. And I let them do their thing. And then at the moment, what I'm doing is I'm going around just digging digging them up and potting them up and I'm moving them to other places in the garden. So, yeah, I mean, that's two things straight away. But, yeah, there's, there's lots you can do, I think. But also remember as well... We, you know, you can lose Saturday and Sunday, and you can involve the family. And you know, it is a it is a reasonably cheap way of of enjoying your weekends. Hmm. Your most recent book, How I Garden, talks about the importance of bringing things inside, um, like vegetables, herbs, things like that. And and, and I, I get a sense that also How I Garden is How I Garden with the family, like as you just mentioned, to make it a, a you know much more holistic approach. Yeah, and I think that that book, strangely enough, ended up sort of as much as being how I garden. I think it was sort of why I garden, um, partly because of, you know, it was written in lockdown. And it is it's the holistic approach, but also it's it's for yourself. You know, it, it's physical, it's mental, um, for your general well-being. And I think I've ended up telling a lot of stories in it and probably realised that, I get a lot more out of gardening than just the doing. Um, I was out there at the weekend, to be honest, and I've lost, you know, two lots of eight hours just gone. <laughs> and and I'm just pottering around, losing myself in my own little world. And, and I think that 
you know, especially the way that the world is at the moment. If you, you know, even if you're not into gardening and you go out and, you know, you can just sort of potter, you might well find that it just gets under your skin and you definitely feel a whole lot better when you've mm. done it. Yeah, definitely. It's often underestimated the impact it has on people's mental well-being. I think it is. And I think I think there's a group of people that totally and utterly get it. And I think even now, you know, I've been doing some stuff for the NHS and whatever. And even now at that level, it's been brought into. I did some filming that will go out in a few weeks' time at a um, place down in near Bath. And that was all about social prescribing. Um, so GPs were prescribing and I was talking about people that have been socially prescribed and they weren't necessarily gardeners when they went, you know, and but actually once they've been shown simple things like sowing seeds and watching the seeds coming up, taking some cuttings, growing on some veg, eating the veg that they've grown, you could see how it's really sucked these people in um, and talking to them. It had done them the world of good, you know, and I think even that as well as the idea of loneliness and things like that, mm. you know, community gardens, um, going somewhere, gardening with other people. I think you're right. I think it, there's a group that get it, but it, it's still actually, you know, society could get so much more out of out of green space. It really mm. could. I'm sure you've noticed over the last few years at the Gardener's World shows that there's an increasing number of young people uh, who come along and, and become interested. And obviously growing food is a is a great way to get them interested. It's come along a little bit since the days when I used to put cress onto yeah. <laughs> on, the, on a windowsill <laughs> on top of some um, some cotton wool that had been been soaked in water. And and there are people who don't have gardens but have patios, terraces or, or you know, containers on windowsills. And they can grow in that, can't they? Yeah, they can. I think as well, we, you know, we straight away talked about herbs, but actually you'll find with a lot of the younger people as well, it seems that um, houseplants have seen a route back in um, for so many people. So even if you haven't, and again, it's been research done with that about having houseplants in your, in your sort of house, how, you know, physically and mentally it's good. So there's houseplants and then there's things like herbs, you know, cut and come again salads on, on, on a windowsill you look at the balcony you could grow a few potatoes in a pot you know even the micro you talk about moving forward i mean if you think like you and i growing cress but look at microgreens. look at what the chefs do now and you grow that stuff in little trays and just add that on top of meals and and you're right as well there's definitely a younger generation you know the, the youngsters are, are coming are coming through and i think that was probably out of lockdown and that realization that there's a connection, but also those people as well, they seem to be taking a bit more of a, an environmental approach. So they're understanding it from an environmental point of view, not just, you know, the physicality of gardening, but actually how much good it can be for the wider environment. Mm. BBC Gardeners World Spring Fair is at Bewley in Hampshire from Friday the 28th to Sunday the 30th of April. Lots of information on the website bbcgardenersworldfair.com. Com. Um, and tickets also get entry into the gardens at Bewley. And I know, Adam, you've mentioned that already, but that's like an assault on the senses, isn't it? It's beautiful. Um, man, it is. I mean, it just, it's even the place, full stop. Um, I hadn't really been massively to that part of the country until until the show. So it was lovely. But yeah, the sort of, yeah, it's just beautiful. Mm. Absolutely stunning. And And I think what's lovely about you know, Gardeners World doing the spring and the autumn show in these slightly different places, um, is it gets to a slightly different audience. You know, people haven't got to travel so far and it's a little show that's popped up 
you know, in their local sort of environment. And I think that was really appreciated as well. Mm. Well, since last year's show, um, you've moved house, I know. And I'm always I'm always curious, when a gardener moves house, do you just sit and watch the garden for a while and see what other people have planted and see what comes up? Or do you delve straight in? Um, a bit of both. So that, so that you know, the sensible designer in me took his time and watched <laughs> the sun move across the space. But the slightly sort of mad plantaholic person um, couldn't help himself but going off and buying some bits and pieces and, and popping them in, which I'm now busy obviously moving, as you can imagine. <laughs> now I understand it a little bit more. But, um, yeah, I, a bit of both. I've, I've been sensible in part. But interesting, you're right, he's taken... So we've been here, what, just over 12 months now. And I now am really starting to understand the space and the little areas that I can break up, where I need structure, height, you know, where I'm overlooked, where I'm not, how to get the best of the light out of the garden. But also the soil now. I mean, I have actually mulched this garden three times in the last 12 months. And um, and actually, we were out there at the weekend, and Mrs. Frost said, "This soil's quite good." I said, "Yeah, it is now, babe, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't twelve months ago, and it swallowed up an awful lot of manure. I just don't tell her how much I've spent on manure, but when, but, but actually, yeah, it, getting the soil in good heart is, is the key, anyway. So, so yeah. I, I imagine you and Mrs. Frost house hunting, and and without wishing yeah. to pigeonhole, maybe Mrs. Frost is looking at the house. You're looking at the garden? <laughs> is that, is no, that fair? No, reality, mate. Mrs. Frost just tells me where we're moving. <laughs> and she just thinks, that I'm, you know, in her head, well, it's all right, you're creative enough. You're, you're sort of garden now. So, yeah, it's... Um, I'd love to. I'd love to pretend that I had a point. You know, even was allowed a point of view, but, but I'm not really. <laughs> We're opening up a can of worms here. <laughs> so, um, are, spring yeah. plants. Do you have any favourites? The ones that that really put that glint in your eye that you look forward to seeing them come up. I think, first of all, structurally, um, Amalankias, you know, good sort of spring tree, that flower and then the early foliage, knowing that, you know, it will see me through the season. It'll have berries and then back end, it'll have a beautiful sort of autumn colour to it. So I think those, I like the apples as well. I love when, you know, I've got some pears in the front garden that just come into flower. Yeah, and, and I think that's partly the expectation of what's going to come. Hmm. Yeah, so I would say probably tree blossom in general. Yeah, lots of things to buy at Spring Fair as well. I mean, you need to you need deep pockets sometimes. Don't I? I see people going out with trolleyfuls of stuff. Is there, is there always something at, at these shows that that catches you uh, catches your eye and you say, oh, actually, I wasn't quite aware of that, or something new, or, or yeah, now I know I can time. use that that plant, for example. Yeah, every time I I sort of tend to I tend to get there early or i'll also stay a little bit later because walking around is sometimes quite <laughs> difficult but but actually i'll catch up with some mates and say what have you got you know what have you got what have you got new what you've been growing what's this what's that um yeah and i suppose it's because i've been in that environment for a long time mm. a lot it's just like catching up with friends and yeah but i normally come home with a with a boot full of bits and pieces <laughs> to to get me going and and then obviously some what's good about is you always there's good food available as well so it's you know it's a, it's a few goodies to grow in the garden but actually a few goodies to use in the kitchen so it's quite a nice balance really <laughs> 
BBC Gardeners World Spring Fair at Bewley in the New Forest in Hampshire from Friday the 28th to Sunday the 30th of April. Lots of information on the website bbcgardenersworldfair.com and particularly of course how you can buy tickets. Adam Frost will be there on Sunday the 30th on the BBC Gardeners World magazine stage. You're going to have a busy weekend and particularly a busy Sunday aren't you Adam? I am mate and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I've got a few of those busy weekends coming up and um, yeah, brilliant. It'll be lovely to see some people and have a natter about gardens, no doubt.